vicious. Tonight's the night, and it's going to happen again and again. This is New York Talk, and we are back again. We're a day late, and so we're, and it's, apologies to everybody. Uh, me and Mick wanted to watch the Grand Prix last night, uh, regret it because it was tedious, but that's the reason we were behind, so we apologies for that. We regret it. <laughs> yeah, big time. Yeah. We were just having a night in, that's all it was. That's it. Yeah. So a nice weekend, um, but... We've got the FA Cup to talk about. We thought, well, you know, because we've got the international break coming in later day, give you a bit more time for Rotherham stuff later on in the week. So here we are. A uh, special treat for everybody um, is that Benjamin's here. Hi, Ben. Hello. <laughs> I mean, Hello. He, apparently Ben can only spare literally five minutes for us. Ten minutes. Um, ten minutes. I, listen, it's, it, yeah, it's hard. Ten, yeah. Right, Ben, you're cutting into your 10 minutes by telling us why you can only do 10 minutes. Stop. <laughs> so, Danny's with us. Thank you for joining us, Danny. I like your England shirt. Thank you very much. Gone retro today. As have you. All I've right. seen. I have. Very, very retro. Shout out to the club for the club for the new shirt and the new tracks, which I'm a fan of as well. Uh, Mick, you're in a manscaped shirt. Well, that's because I'm bald. Yeah, so, uh, manscaped <laughs> my head. I mean, that's one way of doing it. Yeah, so that's another mention for our sponsor. Let's talk about, before we get into it, the show is sponsored and brought to you by Manscaped. Um, it's Christmas coming up, so if you need to treat yourself or treat a family, a family or friend, this is this is really good stuff. Uh, they've got the Lawnmower 4.0 is their latest, um, not invention, but you know, you know the one I'm trying to product. product. Product, that's the badger. Um, so if you go to manscaped.com and use NYT, at your checkout, you will get yourselves 20% off and free shipping. There's plenty of good stuff over there. So go and have a look if you are interested yourself or know somebody. Like I said, Christmas is coming. Um, so shall we get into some comments? Ian Bradley is with us. Hello, fellas. And Graham H67 is also with us. Thank you for joining us uh, there. We are recording. So we're, rec we're recording live on YouTube. But anybody who's on the podcast, we are recording before the FA Cup draw. Um, and I just like I, I, I told these guys before we started recording. I am really annoyed that the FA Cup joins like at ten o'clock at night on a Monday evening. I think it's ridiculous. Um, make thoughts on that. Uh, well, is it on ITV Four as well? I don't know if I've just read that wrong. Yeah, no, it is. You're right. It is. Yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah. Which you know, I mean, just if if there's any possibility of getting showing any more disdain to anybody outside Premier League, then 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 it's not possible, is it? You know. Is it, is it on between Love Island and some other <laughs> garbage that's on, on there? Geordie Shore. Geordie Shore or whatever. Yeah, well, whatever. They, 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 they brought it back to ITV, haven't they? So they've got, there's no paid FA Cup <laughs> anymore. But now all they've done is put ITV4 and BBC2 and things like that. So they've not prime-timed it in this first few rounds. So they're, they're claiming that they're giving it more respect by making it free-to-air whilst making oh, it right, more difficult yeah. for you to watch. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, whatever, whatever. But let's talk about how we got there, and then we'll talk about later on the show. 
Um, we'll talk about who we want. I said any podcast listening will be pointless listening to that part of the show, I suppose. But we'll do it anyway. Um, the three 0 victory uh, against Bromley. Ben, first half or all the game, they had a moment or two, but they were very, very, very few and far between the actual Brom- Bromley Bromley opportunities. We were never in danger from any minute of the game, really. Nah, I mean they were just, they were all right. To be fair, they weren't they weren't awful. I mean, mm. 3-0 was a very good result for them, but I mean, no, it it's was not, just it's reasonable. It was. I mean, I mean a very, I mean a good result. Uh, I meant not a very bad result for them. Yeah, yeah, I meant a good result. Uh, but I mean, we it were never. Yeah, it was just a, a like a that game end of training. Do you know what I mean? It weren't mm. with really any intensity to it because we didn't need to. Why? Why risk injury? Why risk all that stuff? So yeah, never got out of second gear for me. Yeah, they they were talked about in the in the preview, Danny, about their main man Michael Cheek, and I was much more impressed with his mate, Steve, uh, yeah, Steve Alabi or whatever he were. Then uh, Michael Cheek didn't have a touch of game, but that Alabi causes not massive problems, but he he has got something about him. To be fair, yeah, I think so, and I think um, <clears throat> he could be one of the uh, the forces behind Bromley. I mean, they're doing well in the National League this season, um, but I think it's a little bit of an insight from. Um, Paul, um, Paul Hurster, Grimsby, because apparently Warney rang him up and said, uh, what's happening with Bromley, how did they play? And I reckon he's told him about their number nine. Mm. And that's why their number 10 was a bit more um, free to roam, shall we say. Yeah. And uh, it, it had a couple of good chances to um, to begin with. And I mean, anyone who's seen the blog, they can hear me squeaking like some sort of trap mouse, because I honestly <laughs> thought they were going to score early. There are certain points where it's like, oh my God, they are going to score first. It's going to be a repeat of Maidenhead. And it nearly was. <laughs> um, yeah. And somehow we clung on and kept a clean sheep, so can't complain. No, I said to you, Mick, when we were watching the game, about 25 minutes in, I said it had the makings of an upset. And it was never because we were under threat. It was because we didn't. we weren't quite clicking. They had a little bit about them. And there was always that it's just FA Cup, you know what I mean? You just feel it coming on. <laughs> It never materialised. That, that was that twenty-minute spell wasn't an amazing spell, but it was their own spell of the game. Yeah, it was. It was, and and, it, and it's a bit of a worry to be honest with you, just because they played a little bit like Wickham, you know, slowing the game like down, Wickham. breaking it up, that sort of thing, and 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 that's the second or third time we played a team like that, a similar of, of that sort of ilk this season, and we struggled against them. Uh, and it is a bit of a worry that we, it's something that we, I'm sure, that we'll be working on, but. Other teams are going to come to us this season, particularly down at New York, um, and, and, and try those sort of tactics. So it's something that Warney needs to. Um, I'm sure he will be doing look at, but you know, to have a look at. As for that cheek lad, I mean, it, it looked like he should be turning out for Red Lion on a Sunday morning, didn't he? He looked like he <laughs> did look like a proper well great non-league he player, didn't he? Looked knackered after 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, good luck to lad. He's, he's playing, he's playing football, and and you know, he might be playing in, in football league next year, but um, he, he might need to lay off. He might need to lay off Balti pies after game. <laughs> Apologies so, to Mike. If, if Michael Chick's tuning in for a bit, you know, to see how, he's, how we thought he did on Saturday, I am sorry. Listen, mate, I can I can talk because oh, I've got a physique that he'd be jealous of. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, moving on to us a little bit. Um, the lineup then was was strong. Um, Victor came in. We expected Victor to come in. The back three of Harding, Icky, Icky, and Wood. 
a midfield th- midfield two if Balazer and Rathbone plus a Dolphin came in. Um, Chio started, which was a little bit of a surprise. How much of a surprise were you? That's how strong <clears throat> went in this game. Very. I mean, it was basically the strongest team to put out, uh, except for maybe two people. So, I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he just... I don't know. I, I genuinely have no idea why he went for that team. Thanks for coming I, on, Ben. No, I did. I've been thinking about it, and I can't think of a reason. The only reason I could think of is that he just didn't, didn't want to lose. Because mm. I don't know. Maybe he wanted to give a Dolphin and... Freddie, a chance in the team with the proper team around him, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just the y- y- youngsters mm. to see how they actually perform. Um, I mean, it's unlucky for a dolphin, but very <laughs> talk about that. But um, yeah, do it. Was that because of conclusion? Or... Yeah, he came off yeah. one minute. I ain't got the second. It doesn't show me minutes. Do it about uh, the thirteenth. Seventeen. So. Seventeen minutes of Wales. Yeah. Uh, ben Wiles came on. Ben Wiles had a fantastic 17-minute rest uh, before he had to go on for a dolphin. Um, Paul Warren said he didn't know what position you were playing for a minute. Uh, by, all, by all accounts, by the 19th minute, we're back to normal. Everything were fine. Uh, but obviously, concussion protocols, as they are today, rightly, as they are today, uh, he had to come off, which is a shame, Danny. We, we have also this on this podcast, and I think 95% of Robin fans have said, we want to see some more of a dolphin. And for him to get having to take off for no fault of his own as well, he's not been stupid and got sent off. It's just so unlucky. It sums up his season, I suppose, so far. Yeah, I think it's one of them seasons where he's come in <clears throat> to a strong team, uh, wanting to improve himself and do well. But mm. the the midfield wall, if you like, that's in front of him is just proving very difficult to climb. Um, and even, I mean, you, you would have thought that with Lindsay being out injured for a bit, that could have been his chance. But now Lindsay's more or less back, which is. Don't knock it, it's amazing. But with the Dolphin, like you say, we just want to see more of him. But we have to be thankful that we're through to the next round of the Pizza Cup. We're through to the next round of the FA Cup. So that could be a Dolphin's chance again to try and mm. um, put his cap on it, if you like. Yeah. No, you're right. Just on a bit of housekeeping, the Pizza Trophy finishes the group stages this week. Um, so I'm pretty sure the draw is later on this week. They'll probably do it on Soccer AM or TalkSport or something like that. Over the next week or so, skipping out for that. Um, the game's three o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, they'll do it in Thailand or something like that. Yeah, or do, do it in Papa John's in it, so they'll do it in New York City. In yeah, they'll, they'll, do, they'll do it three o'clock Detroit time or something, won't they? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's such a shame. Are you surprised, Mick, that it is not bowl? I, I certainly was surprised. Ferguson yeah. has a recurring injury. And he's going away on international duty. It felt like a really good opportunity to give Bowler more minutes, which is what he needs. Yeah, absolutely. And when he did come on, he performed really, really well. Uh, yeah, I was quite surprised at that. I don't really know why he decided to do that. But um, particularly, like you said, with the internationals coming up, um, you know, it, it risking Ferguson in either getting another injury or aggravating the one that he's already got uh, and putting that international place in jeopardy. Uh, but yeah, I mean... <laughs> It worked. It worked, didn't it? Uh, ultimately, uh, and, we, and we came. Thankfully, came out of it with very little issues, apart from uh, a, a dolphin who, who's obviously had the concussion, and now he's going to be. I don't know what the protocol is in terms of football, but it can be up to three weeks, can't it, before they're allowed to uh, play again? I think. I think it's normally ten days. 
10 days, is it? Um, yeah. But I think yeah. I'm, I'm not, I might be wrong. I think it's 10 days of all activities. I don't think you can come to training. Yeah. I don't think you can do nah, nah, you can't, like that. Can't, you can't run. You can't, no, nah, you, you can't do anything. It's literally just yeah. walking is the maximum intensity you can do. And it's two weeks for make football, but obviously normal football would be different. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. I am good for him. Uh, but we'll, mm. we will see more. Like Danny's mentioned, we are going to see more of me. If, even if it's second yeah. FA Cup or the next round of the pizza draw, you know, we, we will see him again, thankfully. Um, who else do we got to talk about? Victor, Ben, before you, before you shoot off. Um, Victor came in. He made a couple of mistakes. Wait, wait, somebody's mentioned here, John C. Uh, mentions she'll get the assist, but Victor spilled one in the first half. <sighs> It was not. It was. It came to nothing. But I can't, which one? It was probably the only chance that they had, weren't it? In that it first half. And, and, and it's been extra harsh. I know it's been extra harsh because it was a mistake that led to nothing. Hmm. But it was a slight mistake, and then it's it, with the four he's in with the guy he's up against. He's almost going to be faultless to get anywhere back in here. This team. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I can't remember the spill, so it can't have been that bad. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you didn't concede a goal. No, so that's the most important the problem is. So, listen, your competition within the team is always a good thing. Mm. So, mm. I mean, as long as we're performing well, there's nothing to complain about. And, and they are. <laughs> no, it's, it's the best thing possible. If one of them gets injured, you got basically a number one or there. Mm. Yeah. What, what you don't want to do is have, have them rotating every single game. Yeah, that, no, that they weren't. Uh, it weren't Barcelona a couple of years back. Like, they're like three first team they had, keepers. Yeah, they yeah, changed up the Champions League, didn't they? Yeah, which is not. Yeah. Oh, Man City as well. Yes, yeah, the Bravo. Bravo. And Edison, yeah, this, yeah. From from what I've seen, it's not what you want to do. No, I agree. The consistency is the best. I think it's alright for FA Cup and things like that, but more than that, then it does become a problem. Um, a couple of comments. Ian Bradley says that the FA Cup draw will be on just after the real high spies of filmed live from the Masons and Olive Lounge. The real house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also mentions, and this is a very, very good point that Bromley are not the worst we've seen this season, crew were much worse. Um, yeah. and the other teams that we've played this season who were much worse than that. So, um, Millers 2008 ones with us up the Millers. Um, Ian Bradley mentions Alabi was a unit, as we've already mentioned. Mm. Again, Ian Bradley making a very good point. We talk about people slowing the game down. You've got Steve Evans Zillingham coming up at some point, and Steve Evans will know how to set up against a team like us. They'll play the they'll play the Wickham rule, whether it works or not is a different thing. But that's you know that's how it's going to help. Mm. Um, Trevor mentions maybe harshly a bit big spill against Wednesday led to the goal. Yeah. yeah. There's just one more comment on there that uh, that you you seem to have missed for some reason from John C. And he just asking who's that guy with a curly hair. Um, I know my hair's a bit long, John. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're talking about it because I've shaved it all off using a manscaped 4.0 um, lawnmower. The lawnmower. <laughs> this is what you get, Ben. You see, for for, for living in London and and just just being a big city boy. People don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> go on, Ben. I'll ask you another. One. I know you've got to go, but I want to know about Fred. Yeah, I thought about Freddie because I thought, uh, what were your thoughts? First time you first time you watched us live in a while because obviously you've been away. Um, yeah. um, what were your thoughts on his performance? Because I know you've been a big critic in the past. He did all right. What I said, I can't remember. I said it to a game. I feel like him and Greg 
do the very similar thing, but Greg just does it better. Mm. Um, and doing that, Greg had to do the Smith work, which is why he had an average game. But I don't know. He's just he does what Greg does, but not as well. Like I don't know. How to say, it's just that's it because he still made Greg do the donkey work, but then didn't play that well. If that makes sense, and that's just mm. not good. I think I feel like if Smith was playing and Freddie Smith and Freddie were playing, he'd do the same thing. But I think mm. if Smith were playing and Greg were playing, it'd have been a very different story for Greg. So I, I don't know. He did all right. He did the thing where it looks like he's going for the ball, but doesn't. <laughs> uh, he, he, he pressed, if that's what you want to class as working hard. But yeah, he did all right. He, he did all right. I mean, he, he didn't do all bad, but he didn't do all good, I don't that I can remember. Yeah, and oh, you've got great memory as you've already forgotten Victor Spill, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well for me you don't get in team because he's not good enough. I love him. But he scored again I though, hasn't he? Against who? Philly scored again on Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you count on I, I was sat yeah, there. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, yeah. Nobody else were there, to be fair. Him and Sadly, him and Sadly, you know, him and Sadly would be good in the team if we keep on playing non-league team and under five, under five. Bring it Sadly or in now? Oh no, I love him. I'm going to Instagram and tell him now. No, I love him. I love him as a person, even though I've met him. But I just don't think he's good enough. Like, I don't know. I've said him for a year and a half. I still don't think he's good enough. I get where you're coming from. I get. I do get where Ben's coming from. Um. And and he has improved. He has got better, yeah. and his work rates improved massively. Um, so that's all we can ask for. We can't, you know. I, I, I'm I am with Ben. I think we've got certainly two strikers who are, who are, who are ahead of Freddie in terms of ability and work rate. Um, we've got another one in JJ who has yet to prove his ability because he's so young, but he's ahead of Freddie on work rate. Even now, even even. You know, even in these last couple of games, where Freddie has genuinely put a shift in, you know, um, not so, maybe not quite so much on uh, on Saturday as he did in the last couple of games prior to that. But um, I, I get where Ben's coming from. I'm, I'm just, I don't think he's as good as the other two I, as a striker. My problem is, my problem is not really. I don't know. I've said that. I've said it in the past. I've said his problems work great in the past, but I mean, you can't really judge work it because. He, that's just how he plays football, and then you don't know what he's doing after. You don't know what he's doing outside of the normal practices to get better. So you can't really judge his work rate. I'm judging it on performance. I mean, as a neutral, he's just like he's all right. He's not. He's just there. Mm. You know what I mean? I just don't think he's good as Greg. His work rate is not a problem because I don't. I can't see his work rate. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and then I, on that, I'm gonna go. Mm. Well, one thing I would like is um, Tottenham away in the third round because I mean it's closer. To Walking my house. distance where you are. <laughs> yeah, it's closer <laughs> to my house and my college. So. I've been on, I've been on walking in the wrong dressing room trying to meet the players, won't well, so. <laughs> Can we all park on your drive then, Ben? <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. No, the NFL dressing rooms are different, aren't they? Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. So remember Matt crushing your dreams about that one. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> it's been a lovely 19 minutes with you, Ben. Thank you. Thank I'm sure you. see you again in six weeks.
Uh, Ian Bradley mentions again typical Freddie Gold but his work rate has improved I agree I've been maybe maybe Mm -hmm. a little bit harsh on him Um, yeah midfield three obviously we didn't get the rest that Wiles wanted Danny but yeah Danny and Redbridge yeah sorry (laughs) (laughs) sorry Danny (laughs) sorry Mother was telling me what channel the football was on. Sorry. Okay. No worries, mate. Um, <laughs> we didn't get the rest that Ben Wiles wanted, but what it meant was that we just... Uh, 17 minutes it comes on. It's no coincidence that after then, Bromley started to fall away because we just took control of the game. The midfielders is almost the championship midfield, those three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the only the only player we were missing really was... Um, <clears throat> was Bar- was it Barley's or was it Duffin? Was on four? No, no, no. Sorry. Wales. So when, when when Wales came on, it was our League One top end midfield. So I think that may have shell shocked Bromley a little bit. Um, mm. like, like we said, it was a shame that the Dolphin went off. But when Wales came on, he still had that gritty determination that he would have had if he'd have started or come on after sixty minutes. Mm. Um, and he's still got the link up play to score an absolute scorcher of a goal, which is probably one of the best goals of the round. I think there's only can't, like it can't be far off, can it? No, there's there must be at least one or two that are like on a level with it, but mm. it's the dummy by Rathbone to set up his goal that, that makes it for me. Um, mm. but yeah, but Wiles was just well, he'll Ben Wiles, won't he? He's um, he's like I say, he's got that gritty determination to keep winning the ball back. He's just a uh, <laughs> he's just a Yorkshire version of Ollie Rathbone, really, isn't he? He's or at least he's being yeah, moulded into one anyway. A little bit more quality, um, to be fair. That's mm. that's that's what. Um, the Josh Smith back Schumick, for the back mix comment. The Wilds is the best midfield in the lead. Lad gets better and better every week. I could see when he was at school that he'd go far in his footballing career, and that's the key thing. Mick, he's already up there as one of the best midfielders in the division. He's getting better and better. That goal on Saturday, I know the, the Rathbone step over was superb, but to have that composure just to bang, no keeper in 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 the world stopping that. It's just. Bullet, yeah, without doubt, he is the best midfielder in this division. No question, in my view, no question at all. Um, I don't think anybody comes near him, um, that I've seen that I'm aware of. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm a what a finish, what an absolute peach of a finish. Um, there's an argument apparently that, um, that. Chio was offside when that ball was. I thought it was. My first thought um, when the ball was offside, I thought it was offside. Based on the fact that that linesman was the linesman on the other side in the second half, Chio wow. must have been 10 yards offside. Um, because I, I've seen some dire, I've seen some dire lines, <laughs> linesmen, assistant referees in my time, but I mean, he was awful. I don't know how many times we were offside in that second half. There were so just, many times where I just turned just refused. Is a mile off here. <laughs> he just, <laughs> he just refused to put his flag up, didn't he? he just completely refused. You know, it's, it's, and, he's, and he's running down the line with his thumb out as if to say, no, he's onside. Yeah. The, the, the guy was, was standing, he was positioning himself probably about four yards behind, or sorry, yeah, yeah behind the last defender. Yeah. So he couldn't possibly see along the line. So I imagine Chio probably were offside um, yeah. for that, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it stunned him, Danny. To the second, the second goal, the second goal was just scrappy, and that that was a sign of a team who've just conceded before half time and the heads have dropped. Freddie's done well, but they've got to do better than that. Yeah, I, I think so. It was um, it was very much just just get the ball out and make it to half time at one nil. Yeah. Um, and I think if Freddie was a different sort of striker, like I know we've complained that he's well, not complained, but um, said that he's a very similar striker to Grig, but he doesn't quite poach as well, positionally wise. Um, I mean, he was in right position for his goal once. I mean, Woody's done something to assist it. Um, <laughs> and and Freddie's just stuck his leg out and it's gone in. And it, you can say, yeah, it's a scrappy goal. And you could, you could say that, oh, a League One team shouldn't be scoring scrappy goals against a National League team. But it sort of shows we can get down and dirty to just mm. go ahead even more which could advance our season. I mean, we're not going to all score um, goals with the quality of Wales. So I think to have that ability to get a scrappy goal and just make sure the thing goes over the line um, will help us out in future. <laughs> Even if Freddie was just stood in the position and just went, oh, leg, bang, put it in. There you go. Yeah. Similar to Plymouth goal, weren't it, first eight season? Yeah. We were yeah. just in the right place at the right time. Um, it's well, if, if it was easy, everybody would do that. It's not easy because no to get them in the position, it's clearly not easy. Um, but yeah, um, the second half then the half time then comes. There was a couple of subs at half time. Uh, Icky came off for Reg. Um, and who else came off? Freddie. No, mm. anyway, that's the only sub at half time. Sorry, there was plenty of subs in the second half. I've got a list of me, and there's so many substitutions. There's so many substitutions that Bromley made seven. <laughs> um, now there's been confusion over this. You're allowed to make the confusion is how many concussion subs you're allowed to make. I thought it was one, which mm. should be only allowed to be six. I've seen other places saying you're allowed to make two. It should be. I mean, you can't if if you're going to have a rule that says you know if you've got concussion you get a free substitution. You can't have a limit on the number that you've got. Because if four players get get concussion, then you then you're forced to play another player with concussion. You know what I mean? If you mm. run out of subs or whatever, that can't that can't be that can't you know if 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 they've got concussion to come off and it's a free sub, and if it's eleven of them, it's eleven of them. You know what I mean? I, so I would I would argue in the Premier League you're allowed two concussion substitutes. Now that's not necessarily the case in the FA Cup because in the Premier League you have three subs. In the FA Cup, you have five subs. Um, so it may well be that seven was allowed uh, based on what I'm looking at. Um, but again, that's that that's the Premier League and they do have instead of two different rules is, is madness. Um, <laughs> it's all very confusing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and to make seven subs in a game is just bizarre. I, I've, I've never known it before. You don't you sometimes see less subs than that in a friendly. So we're selling yeah. an FA Cup game. Is a little bit faster and it takes away once again something else to take away from the competition. I don't really understand why it's five subs, to be honest with you. But this is the world that we live in, unfortunately. I mean, to be um, fair, five subs is coming back next season. There's <clears throat> being votes in the Premier League about bringing it back, which you can sort of understand because it um, puts less emphasis on just having certain substitutions. Like Warner says, it keeps the fitness of your entire squad's match fit, match fitter for longer. Um, but like I said, for seven subs in the FA Cup, I mean, 
I think we made less subs against Parkgate, didn't we? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So, like, like you say, he takes it away a little bit. But <clears throat> like, Mick, <clears throat> excuse me, like Mick says, it should be uh, one off, one on for mm. concussion, regardless of how many actually get concussion, um, and then however many on top of that. But for seven in one game, I mean, not not to berate Bromley or anything, but really, did you have to make seven? You know. I bet he regrets making one of them. <laughs> yeah. We may as well talk about that now, don't we? Uh, yeah. Uh, the red card came on 51 minutes, just a couple of minutes after Amonga. That's probably not how you pronounce it, but Amonga got sent off um, for the second foul on Chio. Um, a shocker, Danny. An absolute shocker. You could see him lining up from a mile away. It's typical non-league against league club. When things aren't going well, they're going to try, try and hurt people, and that's what he did, and he got what he deserved, it straight red. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people probably heard me say this, but I've described it as a washing machine tackle because Chio yeah. legit just did a spin in midair. Um, and like you say, you could see him lining up for the challenge because Chio's done one guy, um, he's then run off to come round and collect the ball on the touchline, and he's just gone bang straight into mm. him. Now, a lot of people have made comparisons to Inekwe's tackle on Forestieri when we played Wednesday a few years that ago. That one was funny, though. That one was funny <laughs> because they, we won't say what Forestieri did because he'd been acquitted, but it was still funny. Yes. Um, but with that one, it was more of a targeted thing mm. because the new Chio was a problem. You could say that's what Wednesday did when they played us, but don't tell anybody because they'll clip it. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I, for me personally, I'm a bit gutted because I was just stopped recording on my phone just as it happened. <laughs> and you saw our whole section of the East stand just jumped to the feet. Mm. And it was like, he it, it could, it could, it could have broken his leg. Yeah. Let, 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 let's be real. If he'd uh, hit him wrongly on his ankle or his knee, that could have been Chio's career done and dusted. So when he got up, it was like, how's he managed to do that? I mean, even their gaffer said, I'm glad he's all right. So he mm. knew it were a reckless challenge. Even Danny Cowley, who was uh, the lad's gaffer at Portsmouth, because he's on loan from them, even he said it were a reckless challenge. So uh, hopefully he learns from it and isn't as reckless in future. You could say because he's a young player he's, and he's playing at non-league level, it, it's a bit more of a... Um, a rough and tumble sort of football, shall we say? Um, mm. But still, that sort of challenge—it's like you need to reevaluate. You defend him if you're going to challenge players like that all the time. Go on, mate. Can I be a bit controversial and say that I think it's possibly more mistimed than intentional? Do you think? The, the, I do, yeah. But I, I, might, I don't know. I, I think so. I think. Cheers. You've got to bear in mind, first thing I would say is that that tackle should never have happened because the referee should have given the foul on Chio first. You know, mm. the, 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 the defender or the, the, the uh, Bromley player is he, forced him so far off the pitch, he's nearly into stand. Mm. Um, you know, and the ball's way out in front of him. And the referee's not playing advantage because I, I looked at that and I looked directly at the referee. I almost missed the tackle. And the referee's not playing advantage. Uh, and that was a definite foul. And then that would have negated the problem altogether. Um, but for me, I think, it, I, bear in mind that Chio's running at full pelt. You know, he's running at full pace. So any contact at that point is going to end in him going head over heels virtually. You know what I mean? Um, I think he's just mistimed it, and I don't think he's mistimed it by very much. It, it's not that it's not a million miles away from it, um, but e even so, even so, 
it's still, you know, as a defender, you've got a player of that pace running directly at you. You're not just going to stand there like a brick wall, or you're not going to, you know what I mean? You've got to run with him and show him outside or whatever. So it's a stupid challenge, stupid, stupid challenge. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I'm not convinced on the, the intent personally. I just you, think it was badly timed. You know, I can, I can actually see where you're coming from. I do think they had a bit of intent to go after Gio because he was so fast and mm. he was one of our main threats. But like you say, I don't think he's done a Roy Keane and gone, right, I'm going to go after you yeah. sort of thing. I think he's, like you say, I think he has legit gone for the ball, but he's mistimed it. And because of Gio's pace and, you know, it's like Newton's law. It's somewhat going travelling really quickly in a mo- immovable object, it's going to come off worse for the thing that's travelling right quickly, isn't it? Which unfortunately it was, was Chio. Yeah, I mean, everybody sees it differently, don't they? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, everybody sees it differently. When I say I know what I'm doing, I'm not saying he was trying to hurt him badly. He was trying to stop Chio. That, that's yeah. all he was trying to do. And that and that's how he that's how he thought he, he needed to stop Chio. Um, yeah. He still shouldn't have done it. He's given he's he's himself a red card, which is a three-match ban. He could have injured the players. Teams had to 10 men. It just adds up to a bit a moment of absolute stupidity. Uh, but that's non-league football for you, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top yeah. league, but there's non-league for a reason. Um, the best bit about that, and there is no question about it, <laughs> is Ollie Rathbone. Oh. <laughs> just, the guy's come from nowhere. He's nowhere near ball. He's probably come from dugout from where it looks. And just come over. I'd have pushed their player over. Scream for physios. I don't think Chio's actually that badly hurt. I think people only thought he was badly hurt because of how Rathbone reacted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Again, from a midfielder, though, isn't it? I want him on my team. You know what I mean? If I want that man <laughs> on my side. Uh, and that sums him up, doesn't it, really? I love him. I love him more and more. Yeah, <laughs> I like a little kid, weren't he? Yeah. He's come over like a freight train and got into the guy who was tackled. He proper, proper shoved him in the chest, hadn't he? Like, yeah. he, he, he came over there and he chose violence, didn't he? Like, he's, he's, he's come over, give him a shove, someone's pulled him off, then he's gone, oh, God, Chio's on the floor, gone over to him, physios have come on. It's, it's just It just screams commitment to the team, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter say he's like a young Lee Frecklington, but with more ability on the ball, if you like. And to have someone who's just come into our team this year and be already that committed and <clears throat> to the team and his and his and his um his co-workers, if you like, that shows the sort of player that he is. And I think if we can keep hold of him, he will probably become a household name. Wheels. The only thing that is missing that Frecklington had to start with. Frecklington never had a problem with scoring goals from day one. Frecklington could find the back of the net. That's the only thing Rathbone's not doing. He's doing he's doing literally everything else. He's sort of playing how Freckington played when he left without the goals. And he's, so he's, put, he's got that to build upon. You know what I mean? It, look, you look at the freedom they've given Ben Wiles. He's now finding the goals. Rathbone will get that freedom and he will get that coaching. It's like he's mentioned, it's still early doors for his Robin career. So mm. I do expect to see that progression and goals added to his game because he nearly scored on Saturday, didn't he? There was that chance that it, it, were, it were direct and it was very, very close. Um, yeah, I want him in my team. <laughs> Every day we go in my team. 100%. Um, then the subs did start coming thick and fast. Chio came off after, straight after the tackle for Kieran Sadlier. Uh, JJ came on for Freddie and Bowler came on for Ferguson. Both of those on the hour mark. A little bit surprised. Well, at the time, Mick, I was surprised we didn't make any more substitutions. But Smith were injured. 
and the only other player on bench was the goalkeeper. So we were never going to make a sixth sub, which we would have been allowed to make. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. It's great to see JJ on there, and I just there's a few people made comments on it already. I'm just dying for him to score a goal, and and I, I think there were one point at which Ben Wiles could have put ball into. To I, I maybe even had a go at goal, and he, he tried to pull it back for for JJ, yeah. you know, and it's just not falling for him at the moment. But you know, he, he's 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 a big, strong lad. And the thing about him is, you know, he just it just looks like a footballer. That might it sounds like a stupid thing to say, but he's it, it, just everything about him, his mannerisms, the way he holds himself, the way he runs, the way he, the way he, just the way he plays. He looks mm. like he's got some class about him, um, and. Sooner or later, he's going to hit back at net. And I suspect, you know, when he does, it's going to end up being undroppable. I, I genuinely think that he's, 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 well, we'll see. We'll see. I might be proved wrong, but it just looks like, to me, he's, he's, he's going to be a massive asset to us. I'm going to be I'm going to be critical again, and I am being harsh, but I said to you at the time, Mick, and then I thought on Saturday the game passed him by a little bit. Now, I think that's because he tried saying really central to try and get his goal. It wasn't doing the runs down the wings and the run and and, and the extra work, but I, I do wonder if it, if that was a conscious thing because he he's not done that other games. No, in other games he has put the effort. He's run the channels. He's done this that, and other. But on Saturday, I thought it passed him by a little bit. But why do you think he did? Um, I think, like I said, I think he did play a little bit central. But you never know. That could have been uh, an idea of you know just try and play central and see how you are as a centre forward mm-hmm. rather than uh, working the channels and such. But there was one point where he did very nearly score. Like the ball came in and he caught it with his head, and it's like, oh, he's mm. just gone wide. <laughs> um, but like Mick says, when KO scores, I think Nemanja is going to be undroppable. I think there'll be a pitch invasion when he scores. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just, it, it's like he's already had the opportunity, but mm. he's been selfless and he played even Freddie. You know, yeah. and to say he's already got himself in that position and he's gone. No, it's better for the team if somebody else goes. That proves mm. how much he's come he's come on as a footballer from mm. his time at Carlisle and potentially away with the Ireland under twenty ones. Um but yeah, when, when JJ scored, I think crowd's just gonna go ballistic, aren't they? <laughs> I, I think yeah. the bench is gonna go ballistic. Warney will come over and run coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. He it's will coming. score at some point this season, whether it's in the cups or the league. He will score at some point, and it will be special for him. Mm. It's just—it's like a champagne bottle. It once it pops, it's going to go yeah. everywhere, and there's going to—he's going to score loads of goals. I think. Yeah. Uh, one he said in his, in his uh, weekly column for advertiser that this whole squad's willing him on to score goals, which again it shows how they're all in it together. It shows how much of a team game it is. You know, they want this kid to score a goal for the club, but as everybody does. Mm. Um, it's a good position to be. Obviously, we'd like him to have five goals by now, but that's you know that's dreamland situation, really, isn't it? That's, that was that would wouldn't have happened, really. Uh, Ten minutes to go, Mick William Grigg, as it says on Sky Sports Soccer Score Centre, um, <laughs> oh, got his got his standard cup goal, uh, yeah. four, four, four cup goals so far this season, three in the in the pizza, finally yeah. one in the game. It, it wasn't necessarily effective in the game, but. As soon as you bring somebody else on, who's not Freddie, gets his chance, gets his goal. Uh, he could have scored two or three, to be fair, though. I, I have to agree with what Ben was saying earlier on that for, for, for Will Grigg. Unfortunately, he was having to do that rule, that confet rule almost that um, that that Smithy that Smithy does, and that's not really his bag. Um, well, he's clearly happy to do it, um, but but it, he's you know he's he's a poacher. 
as a goal poacher. Um, and, and, and Freddie was kind of playing that role on Saturday. So, so Greg had more of a, he was he, he sort of a little bit deeper role. So as a consequence of that, he, he wasn't really as involved in the game as he, um, as he usually is. And he wasn't really in position to, uh, to score until, until we made the change. Um, but it's one of those players that plays a really important role in the game, but it kind of goes unnoticed a lot of the time, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and and he, I think he is a really important player, a really important player to the, you know, to the squad and to the team. But it's difficult to put your finger on precisely mm. exactly why. You know, he will pop up with a goal here and there, but he's, as things stand at the moment, he's not, he's not going to get you 26 goals this season or 20 goals. Um, but it's still important. It's still important to the squad and the way that we play. Um, I just think that Saturday probably wasn't. Uh, it, it, I don't think it works with Freddie. I think I just yeah. I just don't think it works with him. And and that's not a criticism, like Ben said, of either of the, either either of the players. I just don't think they suit playing together. So. No, um, well, and, and Freddie's got the shirt, as we know from the league games, and he's got another goal. Assuming Freddie stays injury-free over the next two weeks, Freddie will have the shirt against Cambridge. Mm. Uh, I'd be amazed if he doesn't. And rightly so, let's be fair about it. Freddie's got his goals. He's come in, done the job, got the goals. There's no reason to drop him, fitness depending. Um, but we've got a lot of games coming up. You know, playing Saturday, Tuesday, towards the end of the month. FA Cup second round, Papa John's is coming around. There's plenty of games to go around for everybody. Uh, anybody else that stood out for you, Danny? It was... More of a routine win rather than an amazing win, weren't it? Is there any other players that you think were worth worth mentioning? Um, I, like I say, I think it was just a routine performance. There was nothing that really troubled us. <clears throat> like there were a couple um, squeaky moments in the first and second half, but other than that, I think it was just a routine League One against National League team where one's got international break and one doesn't. Um. Mm. But just touching on what we've said about Freddie, I think Freddie and Greg both work playing alongside Smith, but they don't work playing alongside mm. each other, yeah. which is good because if, like you say, we've got Saturday and Tuesday and such, I mean, we know what Smith's like. Smith can keep, he's like Rathburn, but bigger. He can just keep running. Mm. But to have a difference of character and player, but also with a similar attribute playing alongside him, that's good for Smith. Because mm-hmm. it, it's no worries for him because he's got the same sort of player. So if he scuffs a shot or misses a header, there's always going to be someone there to just go and poke it in. I do think Grigg played better when KO came on. Um, but again, I think that's because KO played more centrally, so it gave Grigg a bit more freedom. So he was able to pop up in different areas. Um, but no, other than that, I think standard performance, good win. Nothing too scary happened. Um only thing I can say is fair play to Bromley for bringing about four hundred and fifty fans up from East London, uh, from South East London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, great effort. And one of the good things about FA Cup first round weekend, get people out coming to a, a really nice stadium. Uh, I hope they enjoyed the stadium. Obviously, they enjoyed the game. Um, Graham H six seven points out rightly so. Smith is out for the Cambridge game. So yeah, Freddie yeah. and Greg will have a go as a partnership, um, mm. possibly. Or would you start Coyote? We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> yeah. Tune in next uh, time on New York Talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to think I want to mention what I thought it were now. So that's uh, I think that's. Do you want to mention one of the new products from Manscaped? <laughs> <Go> one. <laughs> the uh, the ball toner. 
the ball toner, which it, which is perfect for your balls. <laughs> there you go, perfect for toning your balls. <laughs> uh, oh man! I wanted to do that whilst Ben was here, but he's under eighteen, so I couldn't. Could I? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, a shout, out, a shout out to the club with the new retro stuff. I know Christmas is coming, and which is why they're pushing the stuff out with the new retro shirt. I've got the new uh, jacket. Uh, the 80s, early 80s, okay, I, mean, I like, I like that. I may not be getting that, but I do like it. Um, <laughs> it is so 80s, isn't it? It it's is so 80s. 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really make any sense either. It's red, blue and yellow. Yeah, yeah. I know the way it was, bl- was mainly, well, it was blue and yellow, wasn't it, I suppose? Yeah, it was blue and yellow, but it, it was mainly yellow and not blue. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, it, yeah, a bit of lack of creativity on behalf, on the on the part of Hobot or Hobot or whatever they call it. Um, but yeah. Even the name is is an eighties name of a company. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. I mean, I yeah. it's nice. And first thing I do is I go online and I'm buying it. I says, "Oh, it's the 1980-81 shirt." And the first thing my mum says to me is, "Oh, that's the year I left school." Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it as your leavers jumper. There you go, mum. <laughs> um, so wrapped through the second round. I mean, that's what I want to ask Mick. Um, it's interesting that two years ago. We struggled in the first or second round. All right, we beat Maidenhead, but they were part-time and we went 1-0 down and the red card helped us. We went 3-0 down to Solihull and again, because of effectively tiredness and our relentlessness, won us the game. There was never that moment on Saturday, really, where you thought, no. Do you know what, were it, you, there was that feeling that, oh, this is the FA Cup and we're not playing well, something might happen here. But it was never, oh, well, you know what, I'm really worried here. It was, it was so comfortable and that's a sign of how we've come on in two years. We're like chalk and cheese in comparison to that side. Absolute yeah. chalk and cheese, um, you know. So, so yeah, I, I, bring it on. I mean, I just let's get to third round. Let's get a big club away and, and lose. Happy day. So we get a decent payday at third round, and and let's just get out of this get, and concentrate on what's important. Round. We're in the fourth round forever. Let's get the fourth. Oh, round. God, I just want. I don't want to take away from. From, uh, from from our league performances, I don't want to incur any extra extra games. Well, just you talk like, about extra games. Yeah, Sheffield Wednesday and Plymouth Argyle have got an extra game. Oh God, that's something we're to look forward to. Any after Sunday, Jesus Christ! I hope they won't pound telly. Wigan have got another game. Ipswich have got another game. Wickham have got another game. Bolton have got another game. MK Dons have got another game. It, all, these have all got FA Cup replays. That was the one thing we had to not come it's out hard with. not to look, look smug in this situation. <laughs> well, it, it is, but, what, but on the flip side of that, what you're saying is let's have another game and let's have another round. Let's go through to another round. So you're, we're essentially putting ourselves in that same very same position that, that we're being smug that these, these other teams have got. So, yeah, I mean, it's nice to get the third round, fourth round or whatever and get that payday. But there's got to be, there's got to be in my head and my... Uh, I'm keeping my feet <laughs> feet on ground, as John John C would say. Here. There's got to be a trade off here somewhere. You know, we, we we do not want to be putting our players in a position where they're either either tired because of the the relentlessness that, that they play at, um, or or in danger of getting injured and and putting that that league form in jeopardy. It's really really important to me, I think. But that's just my view. I'm, I'm sure Tony Stewart Sweet. had a different one. Just dream, come on. Bring on semi finals. <laughs> on the flip side, it also gives us a chance to possibly turn form around as well. If yeah. if it does if occur it around that time. Which, yeah. which it will drop. The form's gonna drop at some point. It's or it is 
Uh, so yeah, I agree. If, you, if, you, if we if we get to third round and beat, I don't know, let's say Everton at home, for an example, if we had been in a drop of form, your form goes back up straight away. FA Cup gives you the opportunity. Pizza and yeah. just to an extent. Didn't that happen last season as well? We had a bit of a really rough run and then we played Everton in the Cup. Yeah. And it was exactly. a really, really good performance. Then we went unbeaten for a few. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it, it swings around about a football, really, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I tell you, I tell you what, what would be absolute dreamland, right? Go we go on a good cup run in the FA Cup, maybe to the fifth round, beating a Premier League team along the way, potentially. We, and then we do the double of the league and the Pizza Cup and then go back to the Championship, just like, yes. Well done. Completely. That, that, that's dreamland, that, isn't it? Yeah. That, that's yeah. what I want for Christmas, please, Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Ian Bradley mentioned again a very, very important point. Our next opponents are Cambridge. They will have played their FA Cup replay the Tuesday before they come to New York Stadium, uh, and they're playing Northampton, a solid Northampton team in League Two. So they've not got an easy non-league t- game to play. Uh, so again, positives. This mm. is what you get for getting the job done on, on the first round of asking. Yeah. Um, so, again, for any podcast listeners, really sorry, but we are recording before the FA Cup draw. Don't blame us, blame ITV. Uh, we're at 10 o'clock on a stupid afternoon. Um, so, who do we want? My standouts really are, um, I think Ian mentioned it in the comments, Buxton, I think would be a good one. Halifax Town. Uh, not, not FC Halifax Town, they're called Halifax Town now. That would be an interesting one. Um, Harrogate, we haven't played Harrogate in a, league, in a game where our fans are allowed to go. That'd be an interesting one. Or the final one that stands out for me, Gateshead or Altrinum. Because uh, Ben Pringle plays for Altrinum. So that'd be an interesting oh, yeah. one to come against yeah. Pringle. Um, I want St. Albans. St. Albans. I know why you want St. Albans. Tell me why you want St. Albans. Because my wife's come from St. Albans. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be a good one. So, uh, you know, I'll have, I'll have a bit of that. It should be a laugh. The problem is, if you do that, you'll do all you'll hear for the two weeks before we play them is every time we talk about it, you go, I'm from St. Albans, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every week, every time. On the podcast. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> what do you know about St. Albans? Yeah. Shall um, I tell you about a Roman castle? That's, uh, that's about it, I think, or an abbey or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, got a couple, a couple of League Two t- League Two grounds that none of them, most people won't have gone to. You've got Sutton are through, Barrow are through. Um, there's some interesting ones, like I've already mentioned, Harrogate, who most people won't have gone to. Uh, Iron Player wants Donny. Donny are through. Yes, with 6-0 again. <laughs> Ian Bradley mentioned another local derby. Chesterfield are through as well. I was talking about that at work today. May not get through. Yeah, Chesterfield is, uh, is, is, for me, I think Chesterfield is probably the one that we're going to get. But that's my yeah, that's that's, that's my it's little tip. Ground. It's a horrible little ground. Oh, <laughs> All right, I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Ian Bradley, David Noble plays to plays for St Albans. That's really. Oh, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Past. Wow. Oh, that, there you go. St Albans yeah. again, bringing the former players. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's St Albans, it is then. Second round draw, then it can be quite tedious at times, but there's quite a lot in there we've gone through. Which get any of those ones we mentioned, and they're good draws, interesting draws. Yeah, um, I think so. I think when we got Solihull last time, everyone were a bit surprised because. I think Solihull's still the youngest team that we've ever played due to mm. formation date. I think they'll form in 07, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, but this round two, Joe, there are some interesting ones. I mean, there are the, the boring ones. Like, I don't want Chef Wednesday in second round. No. That'll be boring. Basically, basically, any like inform 
League One team like Wigan, Ipswich, Bolton, Milton Keynes. We'll do Wimbledon's new ground. That'd be good. Yeah, Wimbledon are doing nicely. But it's like the ones that are up the top end that are like, oh, I've already played you, or, you know, or, or you're going to be in a promotion fight with us. Don't really want them because that would be boring. Yeah. If Oldham get through, however, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you say, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the thing of uh, maybe Sutton, Yeovil. Yeovil be a... Yeovil at home. That's not not travelling to Yeovil. No. <laughs> um, like Ian said, Chesterfield would be a good one. Um, but I reckon we are going to get another non-league club. It seems to be a theme. Whenever we're in the second, mm. whenever we get to the second round, we play a non-league team, and we've already played one, like last year, or not last last time in League One. So I reckon we'll get another one. So I'm going to go with Gateshead or Altrincham for us. That's my prediction. Yeah. Where is Altrincham? Manchester. Yeah, it's that way out. Yeah, yeah. Solihull still in it. We could um, we could go for the to try and beat the world record of the number of players offside for a goal, couldn't we? <laughs> so they, had, they had seven players offside when they scored. So I, I mean, it'd be difficult to get eight, but I'm sure I'm sure with the quality of linesmen we're having in this division, then uh, then it helps possible, isn't it? <laughs> I just want another classic commentator phrase from Martin Tyler: "Oh, it's three 0 and it's good night, Rotherham." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Ian Bradley mentions Port Vale and Jamie Proctor. Now, it'd be nice to play oh, against Jamie Port Proctor. Vale. Nobody wants to go to Port Vale ever again. <laughs> <laughs> we never beat Port Vale. No. Nightmare. Yeah. Port Vale at home, though. Yeah. Port Vale at home, Jamie Proctor back at New York would be nice. Same, yeah, same yeah. with you, David Noble and Pringle. It throws at these opportunities, doesn't it? The players yeah, that it we're does. never going to play against in the league again, probably, that they can come here and maybe have some... Uh, Nice receptions. Um, Bolton and Stockport have gone to a gone to a replay, which I don't want I don't want either of them. I don't want Bolton. Stockport are a really strong non-league team. You don't want that one. If you're gonna win a non-league team, let's get St. Albans, let's get Buxton, let's get you know somebody <laughs> we know we're gonna be fairly comfortable again. Um, Ian Bradley, yeah, I was at the six-two as well. I still got nightmares. We when we when we <laughs> talk to all the players, when we talk to Michael O'Connor, Ben Pringle, Carrie Arneson, that's the game that stuck one of the games that stuck out for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. <laughs> um you never know, yeah. could get Port Vale and get some revenge on him, but not not for me. I I, I want another non-league team. Potentially yeah. a close one. But you said ground we haven't been, so maybe altering him. Altering would do nicely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Uh, I think we're about done. Anything else you two want to mention that I haven't already mentioned? I think we've covered. I think we managed to get nearly an hour out of FA Cup first round weekends. Not bad, to be fair. No, no I think I'm uh, well, all good. Fantastic. I don't know when we'll be back this weekend. Um, we will have some chats with me. There's no no problem stuff to talk about, but, but we'll keep an eye on our socials. We will be back at some point, even if it's next Thursday, for the preview of the, of the Cambridge game. Um, keep an eye on the YouTube channel for some stuff that's coming up through there and we will see you all soon that's it, keep an eye on the socials, thanks all for watching if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe we're creeping up towards 400 subscribers on YouTube, so if we can get subscribing to, to there we would really appreciate it, if you're on iTunes and Spotify, make sure you've subscribed and follow us, give us a 5 star on iTunes because again we get a couple more on there and we do appreciate it, again, hello to Vietnam listeners and South Korean listeners we, yeah. we appreciate our Asian friends um, an impression of Robbie, Robin Williams soon, don't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and it's been a pleasure. Thanks to Ben, who's not here. I'm, I'm sure he's not listening either. Uh, thank you to Mick. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> and uh, Danny, it's always been a pleasure, mate.
Yep, always a pleasure. And use code NYT at Manscaped, 20% off and free shipping. Do it. Thank you very much. Code's just there on the screen.